Hi guys, my name is Girish Bali, your host for today for Back to Basics, another Back to Basics on a Friday. Hope you are enjoying all the episodes so far. I know I am. And if you're not, I'm sorry. But you know what? We're trying. Believe me, I'm trying. So today's episode is about work-life balance. Work-life balance? Really? Well, yeah, because it is needed. It is a topic that we're all talking about nowadays. Not because of pandemic. Work has changed so much over the years. If you really think about it, when we used to apply for jobs, we used to apply for jobs in the state or in the city, in maybe 40 miles away from home. Nowadays, people are just going overboard. They're applying to Seattle and working from home. So how do you balance that? And that's what we're trying to do today. We're going to talk about that today with Dr. Julie Devilman. And she's returning back again in this show, second time. So I'm glad that she's doing this. Dr. Julie, how are you doing today? And thank you for coming back again on uh, Back to Basics. I'm so excited to be here again. Yeah. So what does Back to Basics mean to you? So I've thought about this question since I was expecting to be asked. Okay. <laughs> and uh, what I think Back to Basics means is Sometimes when we think about a big idea, we get very overwhelmed by how one would approach it and how to overcome it. But if we break it down into the parts that are comprises, we can have a much better handle on how to approach it. So to me, back to basics is let's break things down into the portions that we can actually manage and then approach those rather than trying to approach the giant hole. Oh, thank you so much. So. Thanks for again for coming on the show, and I'm very honored uh, for you to come here for the second time and and uh, going in details about each and every topic that we're gonna talk about. So today we're gonna talk about work-life balance. Is that right? Yes. So, and and is it really a a taboo uh, topic about work-life balance? So actually, I, I'm gonna start with saying two things one is i don't think it's a taboo topic at all i think that's all we talk about in some ways mm -hmm. and two uh what i like to say when this topic comes up is that it's really not a work-life balance that's a myth right because work is part of life so yeah. you can't have a balance between a piece and a whole mm. right so what we really talk about when we're talking about life work-life balance is how does one set priorities how do you meet the needs of yourself, of your family? How do you get out of life what you need while having to work and to do dishes mm -hmm. and to drive kids places mm -hmm. and do all of those other things that are part of life? So it's not so much about figuring out what part does work take on. It's about figuring out how do we prioritize something every single day? So let's, let's talk about back in the days, I guess a couple of years back, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go to work. Uh, people used to go to work, right? So when let's say hypothetically I went to work years and back, work. okay? Uh we went to work 9 to 5, okay? There are certain times that we work late. Mm -hmm. Okay? But let's say for this example we work 9 to 5. Yep. And then we travel an hour back home. Sure. And then we get tired and we don't spend time with family. We don't spend time with us ourselves or or even go to the gym and all that. Mm -hmm. Do you think today we have more time? So I think it's a very interesting question. And time is this 
funny stretchable concept that uh, we always blame for things and yet have a very hard um, hard sense of understanding. So uh, be, I'm not avoiding answering your question. I'm going to give you a side note and then I'll come back to answering the question. Mm -hmm. um, the research shows that when people used to get asked, you know, 30 years ago, why they don't exercise, they would say because they don't have time. They don't have time, right. Then social media gets invented and people spend something like eight hours a week on social media. Mm -hmm. Somehow the time, and then if you ask them today why they don't go to the gym, they don't go to the gym because they don't have time. So somehow in their completely booked schedule in which they couldn't exercise, you know, 20 years ago, they've created eight hours worth of time to go on Facebook. Mm. So it's not so much about what it is that we have time for or we don't have time for. It's how do we choose to use that time? Mm -hmm. So, for example, you say we come home from work and we're tired and we don't really spend time with family. Well, what are you doing with that time? Right. And right. why is time with family not considered within your rejuvenating rest time? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so part of it is redefining what it means to have time and to have time with, you know, with people mm -hmm. is doing homework with your kid. Is that time spent with them or is only time spent with them when you're doing fun activities, right? Is cooking and, you know, cooking while they're doing homework at the dinner table. Is that time with kids, right? So the more you can start to be a little more inclusive of what it means um, in terms of the other areas of your life, mm -hmm. the easier it becomes to think of your life as comprehensive, right? Because mm -hmm. work is easy. It has defined hours. It's usually in a defined space or mm -hmm. it used to be back in the days. Mm -hmm. And it it's clear where it starts and it clears where it ends, which is, I think, why people talk about work versus life. Mm. But life happens all around us, right? So if you're at work and on your lunch break, you call to schedule a dentist appointment for your kid, is that work or is that life mm. right so trying to get away from this divide and beginning to think of it as just time that can get parceled out in whatever way is most effective on any given day so do you think it's a skill that we can put in our resume saying that you know we we do this balancing life act i would certainly think so i'm not sure how many employers would agree with me but yeah. I would say that learning to balance and prioritize is an incredibly important skill for business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if I can decide which meetings I will attend and which are better off as emails, that's a really valuable skill. Yeah. It's just we don't think of balancing the rest of our lives in those same ways. It's interesting because when people um, go to work, they have a general idea of what they're going to do today. Right. So if I asked you today what you were gonna do at work, you would have a general outline of what that day would look like. It's interesting that people do not approach their free time in nearly that organized of a fashion. So if you, if people say, I'm gonna be you know, resting on Saturday and you ask them, oh, what are you gonna do? What, what is resting gonna look like? like? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'll just figure it out, right? Um, if we approach our leisure time with kind of the thoughtfulness that we approach our work time with, we'd probably get a lot more out of our leisure time. So I think the, the next, uh, segment of this question is, I guess we should put on our resume called time management. Mm -hmm. Because I think what's happening is since this whole uh, working from home has happened, uh, Dr. Julie, I have been going walking every morning. Before I used to stress out how to drop my kids off and then go to work. 
-huh. as versus staying at home and walking and coming back. So that's just one example. A lot of people are doing this. Do you think it's actually more healthier when you're doing this time management versus, or is it more organized? I don't know how to answer that question well, or, yeah. I think that your assumption is that everybody is doing it like you are. Right. And although we would like to hope that is the case, that is generally not the, well, I don't know if it's generally not the case, but it may not be the case. What is happening for some people is who have trouble setting boundaries is work takes on every minute of their day. Yeah. And now instead of starting work at nine o'clock when they used to, they're now starting work at 6 a.m. as soon as they open their eyes and they're still in bed and they can work off their cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Um, one thing I'd like to say to clients always is doing something is by definition, not doing something else. So you choose to spend your hour of commuting now replaced by an hour of walking, but that, you could choose to spend that hour of not commuting in any number of ways, right? We right. talked about social media. Maybe that's how you got to eight, your eight hours, yeah, right? Maybe yeah. you just add in an extra hour of Facebook to your life, Yeah. right? So it's really about being honest about your time. Right? And this is kind of what I meant about prioritizing. If it is important for you to get more physical exercise into your day, then every minute that's freed up by a change in your routine gets attributed to exercise. Right? If for me, I miss reading and every three minute of my day is going to get spent on reading, that's certainly also a benefit. It just depends on what it is that's a benefit to me. Yeah. But we could also not be using that time productively or we can be giving it back to work, right? And, All those are options. Well, here's another scenario. Scenario is that you leave work at five o'clock and you drive home at, you know, uh, an hour back home, right? Mm -hmm. But now what we're doing is we're extending that one hour and let's say, you know what? I want to take one extra time working from home. So when do you shut off? Because you can just stay home and just keep on working. Mm -hmm. As so, many people do. So I think that's a problem, isn't that? Uh, so how do you how do you resolve that issue? And how do you explain to people of making sure to have that work-life balance? So what I generally tell people is two things. One, what else in your day do you want to accomplish? Mm -hmm. Right Outside of work, what is it that you want to accomplish in your day? And then be honest about the number of hours that that takes. Now start at the time that you plan to go to sleep and count backwards. Yeah. Whatever number you get to is the number of, uh, the, is the time that it would be ideal if you stopped work. Now I may write a 20 page item list and then I really need to stop work at 10 a.m. so I can get all that done. And that's probably not realistic either, mm -hmm. but it's finding some balance between those two, um, those two things. The other way I, I do it as a counterbalance is write out the list that are must done work items today, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the five things I must do. Here's the three things I would prefer to do. If I get through my five items that are musts and the time that I had set for stopping hasn't come yet, mm -hmm. then I work on my, it'd be great to do list. Mm -hmm. If the time has come, then a stop is a stop. As long as my five must items are done, that's where I stop. I don't find one more thing I can get into the day. So, Dr. Julie, what, what are the three common questions do you get regarding work-life balance? I don't know if there's so much questions as there are complaints. Complaints. Usually we mm -hmm. get, um, I don't spend enough time with my kids. Mm -hmm. I don't exercise and I don't sleep enough. Are probably the, the three that are 
hardest for people to put into their lives outside of work. Right? So, so working from home, why would uh, sleeping be a, a, a problem? Because sleeping is a problem regardless of where you're working, right? Because it's about setting priorities. Mm-hmm. It's about making sure you get to bed at 11 and wake up at 7 and instead of being up till 3 a.m. watching, you know, a Star Trek marathon. Sure. Right. Sure. In some ways, working from home has actually done worse things for people's sleep because it takes away the routine and the structure that being outside of the office imposes. And this mm. was especially hard when kids were um, were doing school from home. Right. Because mm. nobody was going anywhere. Yeah. So you didn't even have to get up to get the kids on the bus. That's right. right. So in some ways, uh, it was our sleep habits and our eating habits were actually probably better when we were leaving the house with some regularity, mm. uh, or at least for most people. Mm. In terms of um, exercise, we already talked about it, right? It's mm. making sure that you're setting uh, that as a priority. And again, routines help. So mm. if you were going to the gym on your lunch break, or you were going to the gym before you went to the office, or you were going to the gym on your way home, now all of that structural stuff is gone. Yeah. And now you have to make sure that you're the one who's forcing it to happen when it's really easy to just sit on the couch. In the set, right? right. So what about what about you? What what has changed for you from uh, working uh, from home and and making that work life balance? So I've been back in the office since July. Mm-hmm. So um, I haven't really had a, a long work from home period because clients still prefer to be in person when possible. Mm-hmm. So for me, I know that I get easily distracted by light uh, stuff. So I find working from home actually pretty challenging because it seems like, oh, I can just throw in a lot of laundry. What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. You know, it only takes five minutes. But every time you stop and switch tasks, it takes about 10 minutes for your brain to get back on track to what it was doing. Mm -hmm. So in the end, you actually end up wasting a lot more time. Mm -hmm. So I prefer to actually work from the office when I have the opportunity. I find that I'm that I can get more work done in shorter period of time. And then when I'm home, really devote that time to home time. But it is also good to meet. Well, obviously, maybe maybe not for you because you're in the office, but for people who, who work on, you know, bigger companies, uh, you know, they see people, they interact with people I think they miss most of that. The social interaction, of course. Yeah. And um, right now, since everybody's kind of at different comfort levels about what and, you know, who is comfortable seeing people, who isn't comfortable seeing people, mm-hmm. it's finding people that match your level of comfort yeah. and making sure you are getting some socializing. And, and again, at your comfort level. So for example, I know some people who are introverts who for the first several months of the pandemic were so excited because finally the world worked the way they wanted it to work all along, right? They didn't have to go anywhere. They didn't have to see anybody. It was great. Yeah. I think even they're kind of running out of patience for this, Mm -hmm. but, um, I think again, it's so individual per person that it it's really being honest with yourself about what your needs are and what does contact mean does that mean a cup of coffee with somebody once a week or does that mean a week uh, a daily run with somebody yeah right? yeah it, it depends on what your needs are and 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 what is your thought process on uh how employers are thinking nowadays for work life balance do you think people are accustomed to remote working as I mentioned in my beginning of the uh, the episode, you know, like people, they apply only within, you know, states uh, or 40 miles away from home. And now they're applying everywhere because now you can do remote. Mm-hmm. Do you think 
that employers are changing their mindsets for remote and they're accepting this work-life balance nowadays? I'm not sure I can speak intelligently to that subject just because I don't know. Mm. But my guess is because it's such an overwhelming reality for most people mm -hmm. that the employers would almost have to respond to it. Yeah. On the other hand, if you're an employer, it just seems like you might be able to get more out of people, right? So if you're, if you're home at 10 a.m., how is that any different than me sending you an email at 9 p.m.? That's right. Why can't you respond to that? That's right. Right? Yeah. So it's really not so much about employers as it is about every individual employee setting their boundaries and their limits where they are. So I respond to emails during these hours and not outside of these hours. Doesn't mean I couldn't respond outside of these hours, but I choose not to because I'm currently engaged in something else. Yeah. As I said before, doing something means not doing something else. Yeah, so yeah. if I am responding to an email at nine o'clock at night, I'm not reading a bedtime story to my kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and I think uh, from what I've been seeing from uh, friends and families and everyone else that employers are uh, being kind and generous uh, to this new work-life balance. Uh, some people, they are actually taking days off once every quarterly uh, to have that mental rest day, as they call it. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but most of the companies are doing that. I think it's been very individualistic and every company's kind of been making up the rules of this new world as we go through it. Yeah. Um, I think it depends also on the industry and how much the industry has been affected by what, by this change, right? Some industries lend themselves much better to remote work and has really been a time saving for the company versus other industries had to have scrambled to adjust. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to give uh, some synopsis to the, to the audience here. So, there is a, uh, a Bollywood actor uh, in India. Uh, I idol him. He's a model. He's a, a, he's a great guy, a great actor. What he does is he releases four movies per year. Okay. And the reason why he does that, there was a question asked to him. And it'll be interesting uh, for you too, Dr. Uh, Julie. So the question is, how much time do you have that you are releasing four movies in a year because and his answer was that we have 365 days a year you can balance your life you can balance your time you can balance your your time with family and vacation and business at the same time so why can't we do that in the real world that's how i look at it and uh i i think we're coming to that stage now that we're trying to <laughs> have the work-life balance in our world and a real reality uh, world um mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Julie. So, Dr. Julie, any last words before we head out today from this uh, show today? I think it's really about be honest with yourself in terms of what your priorities are. Yeah. And whatever your priorities are, that's okay. But that's your obligation is to make those things happen. Yeah. So, if you need X number of hours a week to do something that's important to you, then make sure that happens because it's not going to be possible by itself. You're going to have to create that time and then protect it in order to make it happen. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dr. Julie, for uh, coming on the show for the second time. And uh, thank you for having it, it's, it's uh, great uh, speaking with you as always. And uh, even though that we, we have spoken several times in, in a couple of weeks, but it seems like I've known you for a long time, but thank you again for coming on my show. Thank you. Thank you. 
So guys, we, we spoke with Dr. Julie today. We, we talked to her regarding about work-life balance and how you want to time manage it and how you want to deal with all the work-life balance. I mean, that's what it is. That's what we're talking about. So guys, as usual, as always, there is a last uh, quote of the day. And then the quote of the day is either you run the day or the day runs you. And that's by Jim Rohan. Hey, he's a speaker. He's a motivational uh, speaker. And I actually uh, I saw him on uh, one of the YouTubes and I saw that quote. Uh, oh, I stole it from him. So, well, anyway. So, guys, as usual, as always, remember, everything in life goes back to basics. And that's what we did today in Back to Basics. Guys, see you next week. God bless. Keep on subscribing, commenting, good or bad. Either way, it will make my show stronger each, every episode. So, guys, God bless. See you next week. Next week's episode on Back to Basics. Out of me world, I mean, that's that's the whole essence of this practice of mindfulness and meditation is, is to not live so um, caught in our small-minded, like, and what I mean by that is like our habitual reactivity, uh, our judgments, our expectations, the storylines, you know, we're naturally like this open question and we like to kind of put these closures on it. Like we're this openness, but we like to, to close ourselves. And, and so it's comfortable and familiar, but we really end up suffocating ourselves with our ideas and beliefs and uh, 